The flyover state sports show is for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on? Sam Long, and I'm joined by my co-host, Caleb Dean Jubal, and our special guest to my left or right, depending on positioning, Mr. Hardenberger, our exercise teacher, and LUG member, Travis Hardenberger. Everyone give him a hand. Welcome on. Uh, I don't think you ever had the pleasure of teaching me, so... um... This is probably like outside of basketball, your first experience, like first convert, first blown conversation we've had. Well, if, it, if it's anything like you're officiating, I'm, I'm sure it would have been a wonderful experience. <laughs> now, was that sarcastic or not? <laughs> no, he does a great job. He does a great job. I, I, you know, I did, I started officiating cause I work in recreation. I was like, man, I should probably officiate if I'm teaching other kids how to officiate. And then it's like, this is so much harder than I thought. <laughs> When oh I was my re- God, not to cut anyone off. I just got the notification um, per Diane Rossini. Russell Wilson is expected to be cut in March. Holy shit. What? So, not to completely cut everyone off, but that is significant news. So, whoa, Wait, that's, we won't that's... talk about it today because it's not going to happen till March. But rapid fire. Where is Russ going and why is it, not, why is it the XFL? No, Russ has a shot somewhere, don't you think? Atlanta. <laughs> Las Vegas. Seattle. <laughs> Probably, that would an awful trade and an awful contract. God damn. Okay, well, meh. thank you for that. That's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, sorry to cut everyone off. but uh, No, no, it's, yeah, that's fine. That's Wow. Well, so sorry, for all, sorry for all the Russ owners out there. I own Russ in the other Dynasty League, but I don't feel bad about it. So, Rip. All right. Where were we? <laughs> we're talking about... Official per no. Tracks. You know, when I was younger, well, I was, like, getting into the profession, I was, I was pretty hot-headed and said some things. I remember I think I said something to when – I, when I coached at Hayden, I called an official over – and I said, um, we were curious on how you're making um, any calls with your head so far up your butt. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and, yeah, I got instantly teed up and, and told to sit down. And um, Wow. Did you go for seconds after that? I did not. I, uh, as, a, as a 23-year-old, um, I uh, kind of scared me a little bit, and I plopped my butt <laughs> on the bench and didn't move. How often have you done? How often have you done those uh, sportsmanship uh, videos? Um, you know, back then we did, there was no such thing. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, especially at Hayden. I mean, yeah, that stuff. And um, you know, I don't. It's been. Oh my gosh! I got a technical up in Concordia uh, four years ago. 
And the guy apologized after the game when I got it. But that's about the last one I've got in probably about eight years. Yeah. The older you get, you just, you know, it's not worth it. So. Yeah. I, I like I like your coaching style, too. You're very, like, you don't harp on anybody except your player. Like, you don't even harp on them. You just, like, coach them. You're, like, energetic and enthusiastic towards them and nothing else. So well, I, like, I like your coaching style. It's changed a little bit because – the guy below you there was coached by me in middle school football. I used to, I, I got revved up pretty quick. <laughs> I, I do remember a uh, clipboard going about halfway across a practice field, and it was really windy that day. And so I believe our play sheet ended up near the uh, fence in the direction of the Pizza Hut. That was <laughs> – Hey, man, that woke us up, though. I think we had a much better practice afterwards, whether it was because, you know, we were tight and you made us laugh and we, you know, got yeah. loosened up or if we gotten straightened up. So I, I slapped the marker board in Abilene once and I pulled a muscle in my back so bad that I couldn't move my arm in the second half. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man, that's good. I, I tell you what, though, I always enjoyed uh, – I always enjoyed being coached by you. I thought you were a heck of a fun time to be around, to be honest. You and Neil made a great partnership. We had a lot of fun. Who's your assistant this year? Um, Skylar Beam. Okay. All right. Assistant. Yeah. Uh, come over from the dark side, Rock Crick. As yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not ashamed to say that I'm, I'm a big not a big fan, but um, yeah, he's a good dude. Knows the game. Um, really good friends with uh, Mr. Colin Klein. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I noticed the wink. I think I know what we. Uh, I think we know where we're at with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, he's a good dude. I'm I'm very fortunate to have good assistant coaches. Yeah, for sure. As a uh, championship-winning assistant coach, you know, in soccer this last year, you know, it 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 does, you know, help having good assistants. Yeah. Did, did you end up getting a medal for that, Sam? It, we got a medal for first place. Uh, we finished third out of three teams. Oh, the there you go. Okay. So there was no medal to be had on that one. Uh, very unfortunate game. That's not what we're here for. You know, we're not here to air out my coaching failings. <laughs> Well, if we had mine, we'd be here all night. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I guess I've only really coached two teams, and it was soccer. I didn't know what I was doing, but, you know, you get down to Independence, Kansas, no one really knows what they're doing. <laughs> Especially Coach JB, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh. Have I ever told you the story that I heard when I moved down there? So you remember his big dog that he had? Oh, yeah. Boy. Pitbull. Yeah. yeah. So my coworker and his wife were neighbors with them, and they threw like this big party one night. They went over. She like got her leg humped by that dog. <laughs> like, she's she's tiny. She's like five foot two, like pencil thin. So like that thing just like freaking. Whoop. She said she. So like she they left like right after that and she said the next morning like there was just a scratch on her leg and I was like god you probably could have pressed charges for that. But yeah, crazy. That that guy's insane. I hate that guy too. 
bad day. I, I, I have no choice. I have no words for him. He, he just kind of ruined the sport of football, I feel like. But it's my opinion. I'll just leave it at that. But hey, so uh, you're in the fantasy title game. Mr. Hardberger, how does that feel? Back-to-back years. Uh, it would feel a lot better if I could actually win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. You have the horses this year, though. You, I ain't gonna lie. You have the horses this year. We can, we can roster bait here just a little bit. I mean, Beans, you got his roster handy, or do you know? Pulling it up. I'm pulling it up right now. Let me. I imagine Travis. I imagine Mr. Hardenberger probably. All right, so we got Josh. We got here. Let's let's look go through the starting lineup real quick of Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, James Cook, Tyree Kill, the alien himself, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, Tucker Craft. Joe Mixon and the Buffalo Bills. Going Tucker Craft this week, I see. Big move by you to move up a taste. Wow. Yeah. What's the reasoning behind that? I don't know. I was like, I want to start Taysom because he could be like 12 to 14 points, but that 0.20 that he got me this week is just a killer. I I genuinely think that um, at this point, when you. You're starting a better lineup at this point. I think you just go with the safer option. Tucker Craft is gonna be just fine. Especially if you look at his last five like five weeks, eight points, five points, eight points, thirteen, eight. Like I mean now that screams, you know, he's found a role in that offense now. So that's not a bad that's actually not a bad start right there. Yeah, I, a tight end in the non tight end premium league is just kind of a if you can get five to eight points out of your guy, your your team's gonna be okay. But Cole Komet is like a top eight fantasy tight end, which I think says everything you need to know about a uh, tight end in today's fantasy football landscape. We had I'm in a tight end premium league, and I I had Mark Andrews. I had actually traded Mark. I traded Dallas Goddard. And who was hurt at the time and Cooper Cup, who was hurt at the time for Mark Andrews. And it was a 1.75 tight end premium league. And I had a great team. And I don't know when it was three or four weeks later, Andrews gets smoked and I'm trying to win. So I traded Andrews for George Kittle and I I ended up getting beat last week. So now I'm stuck with George Kittle. I don't know how many more years that guy's got. I really regret trading Mark Andrews. Are there I, any other are there any other trades you regret in your history of uh no. <laughs> oh, Yes. You know, I I picked up, I listened to all this uh read all this stuff about, you know, you need it you gotta pick up Puka. You gotta get him, gotta get him. So I picked him up and I figured if I can get him, I'll flip him for a pick. And uh, so I, I flipped him to you, Beans, for a third-round pick. I, it might even have been a 2025 third-round pick. And there's not a day that goes by that I do not regret <laughs> trading, or I do regret trading Puka. I, can you imagine if that guy was on my team still? No, I would not enjoy that. I mean, DK would be somewhere else. <laughs> But yeah, DK would be somewhere else. The, the other one that I remember is I remember you traded me like Jalen Hurts for like <laughs> the like 25th pick in the draft. 
And then, like, somehow I got a first-round pick out of him later, and I still think I got hosed on that. Because, you know, instead of starting Jalen Hurts in the fantasy playoffs this year, I started Tommy DeVito. So, who was the real loser? <laughs> you just got to keep throwing them out. I mean, I probably – I don't know how many trades I send out a week. But uh, usually, usually, you know, I, I, I try to – I've kind of worn my shtick out in this league because it's hard to prey on the, the, the week. I can find a hole every now and then. That's one. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you don't need a name drop like that. Oh, brother. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. For uh, Eckler, Dobbs. And, uh, that was Dobbs. highway robbery. Uh, highway oh, robbery, dude. You ran away with that. Nice. <laughs> you know, I was like trying. Whenever I – so – this goes for all the trades. Whenever I see a trade go through, I'm trying to sit here and be like, okay, let's like try and think what's going on here. And like in my head, I'm like, okay, uh, Tetuan thinks he can make the playoffs again. And Tetuan's kind of just a get the playoffs guy. And so he's trading for what a lot of people think is a running back one. And then a quarterback that's playing well because his, Joe Burrow just got hurt. And Gabe Davis. And then I keep circling around to, like, but Christian McCaffrey is the only reason his team is relevant. So, like, what's the difference? <laughs> you know, oddly enough, is this this last week, Gabe Davis had, like, a giant game. Yeah. He's and like oh, that. Yes. Probably would have benefited him still. I, I think the stat was, was that, like, they, they showed it, and it was, like, a four-game sample size since Dorsey got fired, and it was, like, Zero catches for zero yards, zero catches for zero yards. Like, then it was like five catches for like 120 yards and a touchdown, and then like zero catches, zero yards. That's not even the best. The trade I'm most proud of was probably trading uh, for Justin Jefferson. I oh, traded, man. I traded DJ Shark and uh, who is the running back? You Je- Ronald Jones. Ro- Ro- Ronald Jones, Jones Ronald and DJ Jones. Shark for Justin Jefferson. That is absolute steal. Oh, my gosh. That, I, I tell you what. That is the one thing I really do respect about you and our league is you are always trying to, like, get better. And everyone accuses you of, like, trying to fo- finesse and fleece people. But, like, I don't really th- – you can't be finessing and fleecing people all the time because, you know, you get deals done, right? Like, there's value everywhere. You're exploring all those avenues, and I respect it. So It's like a card game. You have to lose a hand every now and then for the people to think, you know, he can be duped. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, what fantasy football provides me an opportunity to, to have a little bit of an alter ego. And (laughs) I I, I treat it like professional wrestling. Yeah. uh, And it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't help that my own brother is in the same league, which drives (laughs) the competitive juices up a little bit. uh, I was, I was really, really pulling for him to win. I wanted to uh, be, I wanted to play him this week again. So. Gosh, and back to back brotherly showdown. That would have been fun. That, that would have been good, and honestly, it would have been nice for you guys to have, like, an actual good game, because last year's was such such a ba- bad game. You guys both scored, like, in the 80s, I think. Wow. You know, I didn't even think I was going to get in. I was, it was, uh, was that Christmas Eve night? No, yeah. And um, 
James Cook had a terrible – well, he didn't have a bad game, but he fumbled twice. And then I was just like, there's no way I'm beating, beating lips to this weekend. And I think it was a Chicago Bears game where DJ Moore rolled his ankle, and I'm like, okay. I got a little glimmer. And then Mostert gets hurt. And I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm, I've got it. So I didn't even think I was going to win after that Buffalo Bills game. Yeah, no, I did. I've, that's kind of what it must have felt like for Lips last week after the Raiders defense dropped like 29 on Thursday Night Football. And then you just never know, man. Fancy a weird game with touchdowns having such a, uh, you know, large percentage of points, you know. You never know where they're coming from and where you're going to get them and like how that's going to impact the score. So do you want to talk about, do you want to talk about the trade that went down today for Jay land to, uh, uh, for the hyphen men to, uh, in, you know, kind of boost their stock a little bit in the league. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, actually last night, my brother texted me. He's like, Hey man, Lance trying to get Camara. And I'm like, good. Let him have him. He's like, Tampa Bay. <laughs> damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're in a position to absolutely milk it for all it's yeah. absolutely worth. Because he's like, you think I should get a second? I'm like, no, you should absolutely. You have him exactly where you want him. Because I, I think he said something like, hey, I'll trade you Kamara for Cook. And I'm like, not on this planet. Well, that no, never no. Trade uh, <laughs> Kamara. Now watch Kamara go for like 30 this this weekend but tampa bay's been really solid i think they're like a the 10th i saw a stat the last six weeks they're the 10th ranked rush defense in the nfl um and 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 that goes too for receiving back against receiving backs so i was like trade that guy to 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 land today isn't going to matter anyway um he you know he doesn't have the horses you know to, to beat the guys that I got. So, but yeah, I mean, I, that was when I, I commented, I said it was a tag team, you know, burger, burger oh, yeah. off the top rope. And I'm like, he, my bro texted me last night, told me he was going to do it. I'm like, yes, do it, please. You're, you're, it's a gift. So I was actually going to message Landon. Cause I, I was looking at his team. And I was like, man, he really does. I mean, he's got Connor um, and then Ezekiel Elliott and Devonte Foreman. But I was like, Jerome Ford, but Jerome Ford's really kind of fallen off over the last several weeks. It's like, you know, should I should I try and get something here for one of my running backs? And then all of a sudden Kamara's gone. I was like, well, there goes that. So, you know, a lot of his team is kind of my leftovers. I traded in Mike Evans. <laughs> I traded in George. <laughs> Who else did yeah. I give him? Ramondre. He's on the IR. Oh gosh. I'm I mean Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean, if we we look at hyphen men's roster here for a little bit, I mean, we're probably averaging about the ages of 28, 29, you know, Kamara's old, Connor's old, Adams is old, Evans, Hopkins, like we're probably averaging 29 for his roster. Yeah, man, that's a hot commodity pick in the next two years, potentially, depending on what land decides to do with it. Do you think he's going to like take, you know, take Kamara when try to win a ship and then like send him off after this game or what? <laughs> I think that's what he's going to try, whether he's yeah. different. It's a bad time of year to trade veterans. After, yeah. You know, I was really days. worried about my squad for a while. Like, I didn't know if I had enough to compete 
And then this was pre CMC and James Cook. Yeah. Which there's another trade that, you know, I I love I love sweet regret and it it tasted delicious when Jimmy got on <laughs> trying to talk smack on James Cook. And I'm like, dude, you know, I'll sell him back to him for, a, for his first round pick. But I I genuinely this isn't like this isn't even like a business side of it. I'm just going to call it the business side because that's kind of what trading is. I couldn't believe that he like went out on that limb, drafted James Cook sixth, and then after that season traded him. I was just like shocked that he did that. I thought that was going to be like his guy. Well, he never trades anyway. And it's that like, was the other shocking part. Is he never trades, and then he decided to trade like one of his like draft picks. That was dude, like, that pick, that trade had been sitting for like five days. And so when it said <laughs> trade, whatever pops up, and I'm like, oh god, who trade? Who got a trade? And I clicked it, and I'm like, oh my god, he actually accepted it. Oh my god, that that reminds me of uh, when I traded Tetsuan Antonio Brown for his first draft pick that one year. Was oh my like, gosh, it was like, what the hell? AB was coming off that Super Bowl year, though. I mean, like, I saw the vision, but I was just like, oh, man, you could add him for, like, a third. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, you got – you definitely have a lot of horses in the stable. It's going to be very hard for land to keep up. It's going to have to be one of those things. Like, James Cook – like, Mike Evans is going to have to go for, like, 102 TDs, and, like, James Conner's going to probably score, like, two TDs. Or never like there's just a lot of things that are gonna have to go right for land and probably a couple of things that need to go wrong for you. Well, Buffalo's playing at home against the Patriots. Yeah. So that I mean, Buffalo's gonna be amped. Uh, Christian McCaffrey gets the commanders. <laughs> are you worried at all about uh Tyreek Hill with his ankle injury? No, I mean he just he just went nine catches for ninety nine <laughs> yards the other day. It's like yeah. He's a, he plays Baltimore, but Baltimore, if you look, Baltimore has been giving up um, 100 yard receivers the past few weeks. Uh, I, Ayuk just pulled off like 114 yards on him. Uh, so, Hill's one of those weird players. He's like always hurt, but he's always healthy. <laughs> yeah. It's like every time I'm watching Tyreek, he goes down. I hold my breath. Like this last weekend, I just held my breath. Like the I watched Christian McCaffrey in the Niners, and I'm just like, Every time he carried the ball, I'm and I'm just like, get up, get up, get up. You know, it's anxiety. It's like did, take him out. Did Tyreek like the the consummate person for healthy but injured is Julio Jones? Because I remember I had Julio Jones like in 2017, I think, or 2016, and I think. Every single week, he was questionable with the same hamstring injury for like the entire season. That's like, a Christian Watson. That is Christian Watson. He pisses me off because he's yeah. Uh, so Christian Watson doesn't play beans, and he's not who he'll I know. Uh, he he's frustrating. <laughs> he could be good, and then he just like nah. I'm gonna be hurt this week. It's like dude, just stop. <laughs> that, that's what your team should be named. We could be good. We could be good. We could do Okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this thing here. Every fantasy owner does this. I'm going to do, do this thing where you say, if I would have lost to a shark, you'd be in the title if, game right now. So if I wouldn't have lost to shark or Sam, because Sam Brees Hall decided to catch a pass I, one I game. I less than one reception. 
So I would have beat Sam making it into the playoffs. I would have played Land the first week, okay, as the sixth seed. I had more points than Land that week. The second week, I would have played Drew. I had more points than Drew. I could have been in the championship game this week as the sixth seed. I am pissed. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just had to let that out. Here, here's the, here's the, this weekend, this is the gift that the gift that that keeps on giving is they the 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 Packers suspend their number one shutdown corner. <laughs> Bayer Alexander today, and they sus- they suspend him. And who do they play? Justin the Jefferson. Alien. Oh, the my alien. gosh. Who's going to get stuck guarding that guy? Uh, I don't even know who their corners are anymore. They're you already know, a total defense. You know who the uh, – you know why he got suspended, right, both of you? No. Why. I haven't heard. Apparently, he, like – wasn't a captain for the game, but decided to go out for the coin toss. And like he almost fucked the coin toss up like pre-game last week. So it's like the dumbest thing. <laughs> Is that like against violations? The conduct detrimental to the team, I guess. I have no idea, but that's what I read. There's something so stupid. Okay, well, don't accidentally go out for a coin toss, I guess. He purposely did it though, right? Jair, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. We're, we're a team of destiny. It really does kind of feel that way. And you know what? Honestly, you have the best team, too. So, I mean, I hope you do. I hope you do win it. No offense to Jayland. Like, the only reason is because there's a trophy sitting on that bar back there that was supposed to go to Drew, but you live closer. So it's easier to. At the belt? Yes, it is a belt. But I'm going to get that. And I'm wearing that to every family holiday, or I'm walking in. I'm walking in the door with it around my shoulder and cutting a promo in the living room. You need you need to wear it to a basketball game once. Okay. <laughs> Got to do the uh, the Ben Wallace kid or whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run up on one of the bleachers, like the top rope, and kind of you know do the triple H and spit my water out into the, into the crowd. No, I better not do that. I can't do that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No cross shopping, cross shopping. No, I can't be exit. That's been sitting on my bar for a while. Yeah, that was my bad. This is my formal apology to drew for not ordering uh, beans to like mail it to him or something. But uh, yeah, it, it shit happens. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's it's always sat there, and like I come down and like I'll sit out it, sit there from time to time. And I just look at it, I'm like, man, I really need to send that, and it just sits down here. I keep forgetting it. <laughs> you, you know, you got married this year, like, yeah. What do you got? There's do? my excuse. That's my excuse. I, yep, that's exactly right. I should have done it as the fantasy commissioner, but I didn't. Yeah, it's all right. It was in effect this. You bought it this year. It doesn't go in effect until next year. It's like government. <laughs> well, it actually, it, it should go to like the first real team that I mean. Yeah, and it would have been a pain in the butt, you know. Like if you know if Travis wins, he's got to wait a while for Drew to like you know either get it in the mail or you know this works out better. Yeah, you know it'll work out great. Yeah, man, but if, if Land doesn't get it, that shit ain't getting sent off till twenty five, man. <laughs> hey, no, but all seriousness, it's a it's an awesome league. It's a lot of fun. The yeah. only clause that I'd like to to see put in 
is if you offer Gavin a trade, we have to be able to tell him that he can't send a paragraph back explaining why the trade isn't up to par. I don't, I don't need a novel. I get it. You don't like the trade offer. Don't tell me about it in a three-part series on what I should offer. Uh, Gavin's Gavin, not here to state his case because he's working on his house right now. But I, I will say Gavin loves paragraphs on that. I, you know, I feel like I'll like, you know, send some stuff about why I don't want something. Like, for instance, like my big no trade regret, and to your benefit also, was I think if I think it would have met, it basically turned into Jerry Judy and Addison for Tyreek Hill, which uh, would have been a great trade for me. Not as good for you, obviously, but you know, I, I, you know, gave, <laughs> gave some reasoning for that. And I think I probably said way too much, but no. I tried to mostly short. He actually offered me one. He offered me Amari after Amari's big game for DK. Ooh. Ooh. I know. But then I looked, I'm like, I need to know who Amari is playing. And he's they're playing the Jets. And I'm like, oh, he's yeah, gonna get, yeah, that's probably not a good one. He's going to get sauce. And I, DK's yeah. got, who does DK play? Uh, not the uh, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, let's see here. DK is going against Pitt. So Porter. Yeah. yeah. yeah still, but, you know. What of, uh, who do you trust? Do you, you have more. You have you know, more. Uh, you have more time with DK than you would with Amari. Like Amari could be just a nothing next year. So, out of the blue today, Shart shows back up. <laughs> I yeah. You you want to know why you showed back up? Because so I humored. I text I texted Gavin and I'm in my, you know, I'm in my peer review process right now. And I text Gavin. I'm like, you got Shart's number still, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, ask him, like, if he's, you know, planning on sticking around for next year. Because if he's not, I'm like, I'm looking for people. And, you know, I'm telling him, like, even if he says yes, like, you know, we're we're still doing performance reviews after this year in terms of, you know, all that stuff. And suddenly Shark just comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> We've got a little trade cooking. Ooh. Yeah. I, I believe it. It sucks because before Shark got his job, Shark actually was around, but like then he moved to Montana and like has been less involved. And it's like, I don't know, man. We need you to like pick it back up. Because if you pick it back up, then we got like 10 out of 12 members that are pretty, you know, cooking. I I, I'd be okay with two Niners on my roster this weekend. Uh, you know, I'd be okay with two Niners. I think I know which two ni- two Niners you'd be talking about as well. So, and you know, we we kind of talked a little bit about the league structure and everything. I I gotta ask for your personal opinion. What are your thoughts on defenses? This has been the biggest hot hottest argument of twenty twenty four. What are your thoughts on defenses? Well, I think the hardest part is like when you when you let a ro- you when you cut a roster spot. A lot of teams have to retool, and some people's benches aren't as deep. You know, I have to look at what's another flex spot for me. What's that look like? That looks like, you know, that's Curtis Samuel, you know, and suddenly your team isn't, you know, and and, and I'm hamstringed with no draft picks because, you know, you know, my strategy, I sell, sell, sell to try to put a team together that I want. Yep. You know, I, 
if you decide to go super flex, all of a sudden now, you know, there's going to be teams that prosper with that. And, you know, I think the team that really benefits a lot, the two teams I think really benefit a lot are Sam and Gavin's team. I think they have a lot of depth, solid yep. depth. Gavin has a lot of solid depth. Yep. Gavin really does. Gavin's got more draft picks even than I do now. Yeah. So it's like, well, well, yeah, but it's like he's always had a ton of draft picks. It's, you know, it's like you can you can have all the draft picks that you want, but, you know. Draft I, picks don't score fantasy points. So know, do you think he, the only fair way of getting rid of defenses is just to not offer another starting position like that just is cut? I don't know. I probably I just at this point, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough one because we're going through this in a, one of my other leagues is they want to move to tight end premium. And, you know, that's really hard to do because a lot of yeah. teams have put rosters together where their tight ends are just, you know, you you get just like anything else. Yep. And of course the, the one guy banging the drum is, you know, the, the Jake Ferguson who, and Travis Kelsey owners, like they're, right. they got, they've yeah. already got two tight ends. That guy that owns Laporta and TJ Hawkinson yeah. before he got hurt, he's like, "Well, we should go to tight end premium." Well, absolutely, no, yeah, no duh. You want to go? To interject, I think you know, TJ Hawkinson might have had the quietest ACL and MCL tear in history. Right, I didn't know he tore his ACL and MCL till today. Yeah, that's it's, no joke. You know, I, I I don't know. That's a tough one, and I'm I'm sure it's going to be. Like I, you know, I'm not against the IDP because that at least levels. You know, everybody's going to be going trying to get a defensive know, player, yeah. defensive player, and that that bring that makes it a lot more fun and has an element to it and gives everybody an equal playing field to try to, you know, make their team as good as the other person's. So I know that for me, my idea if we were going to do IDP was probably just to use, like, we probably, probably we're going to just add, like, I don't know, like four roster spots, probably start, like, four IDP or something, probably just, like, one D-line, one linebacker, one secondary, one flex or something. And then, like, you would just get to keep one player from, like, a defense you owned. But, like, I don't even know if that would be fair. I don't know, like, what that would be. I don't know what's good for IDP scoring. It's really more of just a throw out type thing, but I definitely understand like all the uh I, I think it's going to change the positioning and stuff. Like that's definitely not for next year. That's for, you know, like twenty twenty five. Yeah. You gotta have like at least two years to like start ramping up for that. Cause I know we went I mean, we went to tight end premium in our other dynasty beans, and you know, I just randomly ended up with Laporta, so that was great. But like, you know, when did that happen? We we made it tight end premium from year one to year two. I don't know, Dutch Millie, I ain't really paid attention to. Uh, did that? <laughs> Gavin will always bitch about how you talk about how there's not enough participation and. uh and, and then I look over at Dutch Mill and I'm like, it's like the Will Smith meme at the end of Fresh Prince where he's just like looking dude, around. It's like no I dropped the here. funniest I dropped the funniest line on Christmas Eve uh, in the Dutch Mill and not a single word. And I was like, man, that's cold. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit. 
It was about the uh, if the Sylvester's are pulling uh, are doing the lights this year or not. Not a single word. Not a single word. I didn't hear a peep. Family, bro. Like I'm not looking at the fancy group chat in Christmas. I'm sorry. <laughs> or at least that one. Sorry. I I I should have put that one in the lube, but I didn't. I was like, ah, I'm not sure where people stand on that. I was like, at least most of these guys are my classmates. Like I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> Got stand up business beans. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, I've learned sign language this week. This is so random, but I learned sign language. What? Yeah. So hang on here. So, um, does that mean that the chiefs stink? <laughs> no, this is great content for radio, but uh, no, it stands for make me a sandwich. So. Lauren, Lauren appreciates that. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren appreciates that one. <laughs> sorry, quality sorry. Content. It's it's it's, it's a joke. It's a it's a joke. But no, I do. Sure like it's funny. On, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, just like man, I wish I could see what go make me a sandwich looks like in sign language. Call me, Facetime me, and I'll give it to you. <laughs> I didn't even. I learned it from my coworker. Was he deaf? No, he just wanted to learn sign language. He also knows how to say. It. He also knows how to say it in Spanish, German, and like two other languages. How many people are is he asking to make a sandwich? Just his wife. It's just a joke. It's funny. I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack us. But... <laughs> Excellent content. You can tell we take things super serious around here. Same so um, you know, best of luck in the fantasy championship this week, uh, Travis. It's going to be a barn burner, and hopefully, you know, we're scored in the 130s and not the 70s this time. Jaylan's going to be listening to this, and he'd be like, "What the? Fuck? <laughs> he's gonna, no, he's gonna... <laughs> I, the perfect scenario is I just come out and just blitz him, and I'm my whole half the time the comments I make in the chat." I'm trying to rev up certain people in the league. <laughs> and if I go up big, oh, my God, it's going to be like Ric Flair promo cut all day long. You got you got any good hyphen lines for that promo? Yeah, I, I busted one out. I'm, I'm probably going to I'm probably going to leave that off the air. What I said earlier. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm sure I, I'll bust them out. Uh, on that day, you know that I, I started talking some smack when I had the bye week and Tyreek rolled his ankle. Jeff, I, I really you want to talk about a bad week? Is Tyreek had the high ankle sprain? Justin Jefferson got popped in the ribs. Uh, felt like there was somebody else on my team that that oh Jacobs got hurt. Yeah, Jacobs got my team. Yeah, and I'm like I got to do something. You know, I, I even tried moving Jefferson that week, um, which would have been silly, but panic mode. But I don't know. Hopefully I can get that elusive championship. Well, you know, it would be you get it and it will be the the funny thing with Land is if he get, were to get it, it'd actually be the franchise's second title because he took over James Manning's old team. And he won the first year. I don't know why I remember that, but that's just, it is. That's what happened. That's another trade I regret. I, I sent the one first overall pick 
for DK Metcalf and, and another first. And another first. I was just like, I that was the dumbest thing I ever did. I could have Jamar Chase on my team too. Can you, can you imagine Jefferson, Tyreek, and well, Jamar's hurt Dude. now. Still though, that's crazy. I mean, if you know you what? I'm gonna make it that trade. How do you think I feel? I traded that for like pick six in like a couple of seconds. Oh man, you caught well, me off a hangover on that day. <laughs> you want to talk about a terrible receiving class? Like, I I I think I drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm-hmm. I, I traded him, and I I don't remember. I traded him to B Martyr. B Martyr for I don't know the exact. I, I think I packaged Pitts in there. Um, every time I trade for a first, it's always usually to trade the first. Yeah. I, I do think you trading away Pitts was smart. I am a Pitts, like, anti – I'm a Pitts anti-hero. Like, I, I'm not a fan. But here's a here's the deal with some of, like, the guys in our league. Some of the guys in our league don't research Dynasty enough. No, they don't. And they treat it like the, all the hype they read – redraft and it's like i can and i have the cell phone numbers for for b martyr and and uh tetuan and 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 so it's like constantly i'm like my text usually reads oh i hate doing this but you know yep. that's how that's how christian mccaffrey trade went down you know I, I i messaged him i said hey are you interested in austin eckler and he's like absolutely and I'm like, let's work a trade out. And I sent it. He's like, that's the first decent trade you've ever sent. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Okay. He was probably a skinnies in Topeka about 12 yeah. deep. <laughs> oh, man. Which, yeah. by the way, both teams I'm rooting for this week are in Orlando at the same time. That is true. Oh, no yeah, no, Tennessee and, and uh, K-State. Dude, does it yeah. feel weird being a Vols fan, or does it make it easier and easier every day? Uh, it gets easier. I, you know, I'm not <laughs> like – it's hard on the other sports teams, you know, because, yeah. you, you know, she's a year and a half away from being there. But, um, you know, it, it's such a it's such a really cool college town. Like, mm-hmm. so awesome down there. And when you go to – like, that's one of the coolest – game experiences i've ever been to neeland is like second to none it's crazy down there isn't it a massive don't they have just massive venues down there for sports well we went to she had like 27 offers yeah she had to narrow it down to three and we got three official trips and so she went to tennessee georgia and lsu so those are three football stadiums that Mm -hmm games that we got to experience it's it's unreal it's crazy the environment the tailgating and the craziest thing is i didn't have to get my wallet out one bit that's nice the whole that's trip. nice so it's weird yeah. yeah those are all bucket list stadiums right there for sure you know down in, in tennessee on at neyland there's the tennessee river obviously that runs right by the stadium they're actually going to start building like a river walk down there with bars Ooh, cool. by oh, the wow. stadium now too so it's just getting used to that that orange is like um hunter safety orange yeah it really <laughs> is 
I do like I do like their gray combinations they make. They they incorporate that smoky gray really well. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a different color, but you know, it's it's cool. Yeah. Uh, but so we got we got Tennessee uh, and then uh, K State against uh, NC State. What are your thoughts on that game? Well, I went on a little bit of a dark. Uh, I was in a dark place there a couple weeks ago where I was really. It like, wasn't though. We were all. I, I was just mad at the world with K State, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I've, I've been really impressed with how Kleiman has treated the portal, the recruiting. The, the, the kids that he's starting to surround Avery with is crazy athletes. Like it's almost like he's changing his offensive philosophy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm intrigued. Like I, I but I, I want to see like, um, I want to see what Avery does throwing the ball in the pocket. I want to see him, you know, I want to see him, It'd be cool to be like, you know, it's not cool to be down, but I'd love to see him down 21-14 in the second quarter, and we need to score before we go to halftime. See how, well, see how poised he is? and Be that dude, you know. Yeah. I, th- that's the thing. It, it, and it's almost like if he – the doomsday aspect is like if he goes out and looks absolutely terrible and we get beat by NC State and we have to sit all offseason listening to – KU and their really great win against UNLV last night. Um, that that'll be the worst like eight months just sitting there going, okay, every every's supposed to be this guy, you know, but he looked awful. That's that's the scariest part of it. So I, I don't want the I don't want K State fans to be like, how do I put this? I don't want them to be shocked. This is going to sound terrible. I don't want them to be shocked if we lose this game because this defense is not going to. If NC State is just putting up numbers, uh, like nobody expected UNLV to put up those numbers against KU. I don't know if NC people expect NC State to put up those numbers against K State, but if they do, like we need to see Avery Johnson match them. Like if they score, I want to see Avery Johnson try to match that somehow. So KU fans are so delusional, and and, and I, I'm just like. I like I have good friends that are KU fans, but for KU, like I have the the strongest dislike in the entire world. Like they're so delusional to think that they actually like I watched last night and I was like, everything's going to be fine. They're they're still their defense is terrible. Their offensive line was awful. Devin Neal looked mediocre. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't look good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's KU is going to be KU and, you know, their little brother. And the other part was, too, is like I got so ticked off. I was like, well, we we almost beat you, dude. And we had a third string quarterback. We had all of our starting linebackers out. Yeah. You know, I mean, let, let's be real about it. You know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I'm more worried think- about our basketball team now than our football team. Yeah, I'm, you know, obviously worried about that. Hopefully, uh, Quez Glover coming back kind of calms waters. And, you know, he's got a get right game against Chicago State coming up on the second. But uh, I don't know. For me, I guess for the bowl game, I mean, I don't like losing bowl games. I mean, I've watched K State lose plenty of freaking bowl games, though. I really just want to see Avery sling that thing. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see what he looks like. 
throw at it. If he looks like crap, then like so be it. But like I gotta, I gotta see what he can do. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I guess I don't want Avery to. I don't need to see Avery pull the Alex Dalton bull game against UCLA, where he runs like twenty times for like two hundred yards. Because I know Avery can do that. Like I need to see his arm. I need to see what he needs to work on. I need something to worry about over the off season. So. There's a, a couple storylines I'm watching, too. Is like, I want to see, like, can Jace Brown be that dude? We yeah. saw that connection with Avery. Is like, can he be that dude that goes puts up 100? And I, I, the other intriguing part is the, the, the interim offensive coordinator. Is, he's, is he going to go out there and unleash Avery? Or is he going to be like, okay, we still, have, we still have DJ back there, you know, and we can, we can run a bunch of uh, – run a bunch of zone reads and this and that and, and dink dunk. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Just like Sam said, unleash him. Yeah, man. I'm. It, it's like when you throw your uh, baby into the pool, you're like trying to see him roll over. Like I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to see Avery roll over in a sink or swim situation against a good defense in a ranked team. Like, do, do you think, uh, I know a lot of the offensive linemen are playing in this game. I, I don't think Cooper BB's playing in it. Um, oh, I think, isn't he? Yeah, is he? Is he? Okay, I know. I, I know. Yeah. KT. I him on the depth. Phil okay. Brooks not playing was weird to me, but whatever. Yeah. Um. That that that's the thing is that, is if um if any line I don't I can't remember I actually now that you say that I don't remember if any linemen are sitting. I, I think the entire offensive line is playing this game. Okay. Well, well then that that makes that makes me feel more comfortable now. Like if Avery Johnson behind a good offense, like I think we'll be fine as far as like. I, I'd feel more comfortable throwing it throwing it downfield now. Like dinking and dunking, I'd understand that if you had a bad offensive line or not a bad, but a backup offensive line. Um, but if you have, if you have, yeah, that's a, that's a next year problem. We can worry about that next year. We'll see. I hope. I I hope it's fun to watch. I you know. I don't. I, don't, I, I do think we're going to see a lot of uh, you know. I, I honestly think we'll see a lot of twelve personnel. Um, I know Senate's not playing, but supposedly Swanson and uh, that Oakley, they, they've, yeah, they, they've become uh, really good, supposedly. So I'd like to see how well they do. I, I do think we see a lot of 12 personnel, especially when you have Keegan Johnson and Jace Brown, pretty much the only receivers coming back. I don't know why Dumb and Dumber came to mind when you said Swanson. <laughs> Swanson and Oakley. <laughs> Swanson, Swanson, Samson. Swanson, Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm curious to see see all that. Last K State football thing I got for this is, uh, you know, the the on the on three report came out that uh, Will Howard is still considering uh, USC, the pros, and Ohio State. Apparently, um, where is he going? Do we know? Is it just USC, and we're waiting on USC to like make it official, or is there like smoke to this Ohio State fire? Would it surprise you if he says um he, he ends up at Bethany? <laughs> no, honestly. Like, what's this guy doing? Like, I he's dragging his feet on it, and I feel like that's going to hurt him. I, I feel waiting, like is he is he waiting for Avery Johnson to look like complete crap in this bowl game, and then he's like going to pull the Wolf of Wall Street and get up on a mic and be like, "Oh, I'm not leaving. Like, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm, ne- I'm not leaving." Do you think K State's probably that sneaky fourth option? I don't even know if there is a fourth option. I don't think there would be. 
I wouldn't want there to be. <laughs> I just don't see fourth option. Yeah, yeah, Kansas I, Westland. I just don't know. I just saw that and was like surprised. I I, I wasn't surprised that Pro was still like kind of on the radar. I had, I just don't know why you'd want to go this year, especially with how much depth of a quarterback class there is here. Well, you know, Tanner Lee got drafted. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was just surprised Ohio State was on the list. I don't know. I, everyone likes to say it's because, you know, Caleb Williams might come back, which I just do not believe in the slightest. I couldn't imagine why he would even want to do that. Maybe that's what he's honestly waiting. Maybe I mean, it is all just a waiting game right now. It might be. I don't know. I just didn't know if anyone had like seen anything or heard anything or if it's just. I've never, never taken it serious. Like, like, I love Will to death, but it's like it's hard seeing his name next to USC and Ohio State. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you what if you would have said what if you would have said like Notre Dame? Would you have respected him a little bit more? It's not necessarily respect as much as I'm just having a hard time swallowing that Will Howard's going to be the quarterback at USC or Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. I think the funniest thing about that whole thing is if he is the quarterback at Ohio or at uh, USC, there's like a non-zero percent chance he'd win a Heisman. Because like he'd be with Lincoln Riley and like all Lincoln Riley does is poop out Heisman trophy winning quarterbacks. That would be, be hard. That'd be tough to watch. It would what be tough K- to watch. But Caleb I comes back and then he goes then he goes to Ohio State. Then what? Uh, you know, Caleb Williams comes back, he declares for the NFL. Then I don't know. I just it's just fine. I just find it hard to believe. I feel like by now, I think he should have just said, Yeah, I'll just take I'll just try to take my shot at the NFL. Do you do you guys remember K State trivia? You'll get this, I'm sure. Who is the case who is the other K Stater before Colin Klein that got invited to New York? Um, Bishop would have been funny well, story. I- we 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 had an intramural basketball team at K State, where our our team name was uh, Lambda Lambda Lambda, and of course, what you know what movie that's from, right? I don't can't say that. Can't Avenger the Nerds. Oh, okay. And so we actually made the intramural championship and we played no, none other than Michael Bishop and the football. Oh. They ended up in this final. And this was, this was 98 when he was the big deal or 97, 98. And they were top five in the country. So we showed up to play and they come rolling in. It's the football team. Like, um, Damian McIntosh was like mm-hmm. their center. He was like six foot five, six foot six. Like they come rolling in and it's an entourage, right? It's all the, you know, 50 girls and all these dudes. Yeah. Like the, the squad, the squad was pulling out. The wreck is just packed. And here we are. We beat them. <laughs> <laughs> We also had a six foot nine kid who played Juco ball from my hometown. That was a really good player, but um, that was crazy. So that side story, but did I remember my, my crazy wreck story? I didn't even play in this game, but you remember Steven hurt. He played like in 2013 or something, or no, he played in like 2016, 17 or something. 
And I just remember I was at the rec watching because, you know, nowadays, I don't know if it was this way back in the day, but, you know, you'd run an open gym and you had, you know, your varsity court, your JV court. And we always <laughs> played the JV court. It sucked. But he's running on the varsity court going like 25% speed. Like you can tell like he does not care. And some dude like gets a floater off on him because he mistimed it. And like yelled at him. And I vividly remember the next three possessions were throw it into the post, one back down, easy layup, come back the other way, blocks dude's shot, outlets it up for an easy score, comes back, rebounds another brick, and then outlets trailers three ball game. Like that, it was just it. It was done. <laughs> Yikes. And it was just like he literally went from twenty five percent to like fifty percent, and like the game was over. He's like seven points accounted for in like two minutes. <laughs> oh man, good times. You know what's bad times though? The Chiefs, they they fucking God. suck. <laughs> that transition was smooth. You know what's not smooth? The Chiefs offense. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Losing the Raiders on Christmas Day, one hell of a Christmas gift, honestly. Gotta love it. What was it, twenty fourteen? I think. Yeah, the the game felt the game felt way further than what it should. It just, it just pisses me off because you hold a team to three three offensive points and you still lose the game. I, this team is just lost. I I don't know. I've never seen. I've seen Patrick Mahomes pissed, but like. Just the whole season, he's just been just spiraling, and it's just upsetting. It, it hurts to see see it happening. Well, I made a comment in the Dynasty League chat. I was watching with my brother, and I'm at the point where it's like, I just think like the Chiefs are in a in, in a uh, dead end now, where they've invested so much in Patrick. And it's like, okay, these things aren't working out. Kelsey's, I mean, but Ke- you look at Kelsey's stats, and Kelsey's stats aren't bad. He's like in the yeah. top top three in every tight end category. It's just not, he's not popping off like normal. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's hitting the edge, and it's like, okay, so when he's done, you have Rashi. But here's the part that made me mad is, is they're showing that overview. His receivers are open. Yeah. Justin, Justin Ross was open on that corner route he threw to Jack Jones. Why? I don't know if he's he's getting paid to throw these games or, you know, it, in the back of my mind, speaking of Coach JB, he is a giant Pat Mahomes hater, and he's always pounded the drum of Pat Mahomes is not a good drop back passer. He's just terrible at it. And I don't know if we need to roll them out more. We need to have more designed plays. Well, you know what we didn't do enough in the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay? We didn't do any play action pass. We didn't do anything to open up the game. We don't do that now. This offense reminds me a lot of 2015, 16, and 17 Kansas City. Like, aside from, you know, you know, back then they had a shitty defense. Now we have a good defense. But the offense just reminds me, and you know who we had at the offensive coordinator at the time? We had Andy Reid as the head coach and Matt Nagy as the OC. And the offense is just so similar. It looks like Alex Smith out there. 
I, I made the comment to my brother and I put it in the chat. It was like, I would trade Pat Mahomes right now for Justin Fields and Chicago's first overall pick because you would be walking away with Fields and Marvin Harrison Jr. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, but you look at see, you look at Justin Fields right now. I don't know what is, I don't know what Fields is, what it's, I'm curious to know what Fields' record is as a starter for Chicago because they lost some games with, you know, Bajan Zero. Uh, <coughs> he's actually. I think they went like two and two or something. That sounds about right. You yeah, know, he's, he's winning. He's winning games as of late, and it's like you look at what he's winning games with, and it's like he's winning games with god awful players around him. Like DJ Moore's legit, but it's like. Who else? And I don't know. I don't know. It's like today somebody said on Twitter, you're not allowed to talk bad about Pat Mahomes. Nobody's that, been allowed to talk bad about Pat Mahomes. That take is the worst take. Uh, yeah. Ever. I've been banging the drum against that take for like three years now. Like, do you remember after the Bengals AFC championship game in 2021? Yeah, when like everyone was like, "Oh, it's not Pat's fault." It's like bull fucking shit. It's not Pat's fault. You walk if you actually watch the second half, motherfucker choked. Like what? Yeah, I just find it. I just find it. Go ahead. Didn't he miss a a a touchdown in the end zone? Like he had a guy wide open in the end zone in that Bengals game, and completely missed it. Pretty sure that was in BS. (laughs) Well, Well, he probably would have dropped it. There were like multiple (laughs) things that happened in the second half of that game. And it was just like, you know, like for one, like Andy stopped throwing the ball and that's like on Andy. And like Andy does that though. So, I mean, that's just a constant complaint is Andy loves to forget that he has a running game, but like. And that's why you can just run the ball and then open it up with the play action game. I don't understand like why we have like made this a second grade football game where you either run it or you either pass it. Yeah, I don't know. I, to me, you know, I don't think it's all the fact that Matt Nagy is there, but I think it's definitely a shift in the behind the scenes working of things is what I would say is probably different. And that's probably what is causing a lot of frustration. To me, a lot of the frustration is just a boil over of things like, you know, Tony dropping passes or guys running wrong routes or routes that Mahomes doesn't want him to run. And that's a lot of like, you know, I feel like Nagy just isn't drilling, you know, little things in like the end. Well, so right. you, you know what I've noticed a lot this year is, you know, we don't do a lot of this last year. We let's be real. We did a lot of smoke and mirrors. We did a lot of, you know, players moving across a lot of shifts, a lot of different formations. You don't see that a lot this year unless we're doing trick plays. So now if you see a motion, what's happening? Probably a trick play. And so what happened? We did a trick play within the 10 yard with our backs against the 10 fumbled it. They scored like what's what, what are we trying to prove right now that we're the same chiefs as last year? We're not, we're not the same team, even though only three players are different. We don't have Andrew Wiley. We don't have Orlando Brown jr. And we don't have Juju. And somehow this team is lost. I don't get it. I don't get it. To me, 
you know, everyone was talking about how Juwan Taylor and Orlando Brown are kind of a lateral move from each other. I think we're kind of starting to see that Orlando Brown, while he had many failings as a pass protector, um, that dude could run block, and we're not running the ball quite as effectively as last year, it feels like, or in the sense that I don't trust us to run the ball quite as effectively as we did last year. So, I don't know. What's the solution? It's brutal. Like, it's funny to watch all these Chiefs fans that are like new age Chiefs fans. Oh, they don't God. know. They don't know how to react. Yep. They don't know what to say because yep. they lived in this era of perfection. They've lived through the Legion yeah. of Zoom. Yeah, they've lived through the Legion of Zoom. They didn't grow through Tyler Palco or or uh, Bray or Brody Coyle. You know, they went through. Can we can we take it back further to Steve DeBerg? Steve DeBerg, I wasn't alive for that, but yes, like, like Steve, Steve Bono, Tyler Sigpin, Elvis like, Gerback. I mean, I, I, I used to I used to scream at the top of my lungs because we wasted Jamal Charles and Dwayne Bowe's career and Tony Gonzalez's career, and it's like, you know, like we grew up through that phase. That was our like core time. Actually, you know, our my biggest my favorite time was you know the Trent Green. Priest Holmes, Tony Gonzalez era. Um, you, know, you know what I'm tired of is I watched, I watched, you know, there's two podcasts I watch. I watch you guys's and then New Heights. Let's go. You know, so, uh, <laughs> and, and it's the same song and dance all the time with Kelsey and these guys. Oh, we know we really messed up. And we've got yeah. To fight the it's ship. We're it's my bad. It's my bad, dude. Yeah. Just like, I really played terrible and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, here's the thing. And then I think this is a giant problem. I think our team has gone Hollywood. I think they've lost their identity. Yep. I'm tired. I'm so tired of this Taylor Swift thing. Like she is the, pro- she should be like, I'm the problem. It's me. It's, <laughs> Isn't that a song? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, You know, I could go on. It's like, it's not enchanted and blah, blah, blah. You know, bad blood. Uh, uh, My daughter's a a Swifty, so. uh, Uh, Lauren is too, so okay. uh, You know, it's like, I'm tired of that. And it's like, and then on top of everything, you know, it's like, it's almost like in, in Major League when Ricky Vaughn was Ricky Vaughn, and then he had all that success found that agent girlfriend and then went Hollywood and he lost his stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Pat's kind of in this mode, man. It's like, you know, it's all about the camera and it's pregame. I'm going to run over and give my family a kiss and let the camera get me. And it's like, just go play football, dude. And yeah. you, the thing that bothers me is we're seeing like, we're seeing Pat's side of him. Like he's not handling losing. Well, it's not a good look. No. Yeah. You know, it, 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 Josh Allen has, if you watch Josh Allen this year, like to me, I think Josh Allen has now elevated himself as the whole package this year, just for the fact that you didn't see Josh Allen throwing a fit when they were getting their butt kicked. Yes. And now, you know, he's right at the ship. Pat looks like a crybaby. It's a bad, bad look. Have you ever, so you remember like the 13 second game or all these games that we've played against the bills and you see the picture of Josh Allen just sitting there with just his eyes, just like, he's like, just in distraught. Like you don't see that in our team. You just see a lot of like 
pointing fingers and people are probably going to be screaming at their, you know, radio listening to us right now because we're pointing out all of our flaws, but it's like, we need to talk about this. We need to bring this up. We need to bring this into the light. Like Travis Kelsey throwing his helmet on the ground is childish. It's not, that's not how you treat a a team. Like there's no team mentality anymore. Did anybody see Andy like shoulder check Kelsey? Oh, dude, that was that was uh, yeah, yeah. I actually was like, yes, finally. It's like somebody yeah. needs to call him out. Like it's it's, it's a joke. So I, I like like what you said with Josh. I mean, I think after that Packers game, when like we were just throwing a bitch fucking fit get about the refs and the MBS pass interference, and then eventually it culminates in the whole Bills game the next time. But, like, you can't have your leaders, like, doing that. Like, Andy can do it because Andy's the head coach, but, like, Pat yeah. has really got to, like, just brush it off. And I know it's frustrating. Like, this whole year has been really frustrating with a lot of things or whatever between, you know, the receiving court doing whatever the receiving court does and between – you just honestly not having as good of a year, but like sometimes just got to go out and lead. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, so go ahead. You know what's going to happen? It's like, so right now we're slated to play the Bills in yep. Arrowhead. We're going to somehow find a way to beat Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And then it's everybody's going to forget about what happened this year. Yeah. Back to the magical kingdom. Every, you know, Prince. King Pat and his loyal subjects and you know this team always this team always figures it out. I mean they they always do. Um to probably th- their detriment though, I think the worst thing that we could do is to like make an AFC title game. Because then like, we are content. Because then like go to the Super Bowl, but like yeah. be like, oh well this is fine. It's like no, it yeah. wasn't like, like then then you kind of lose sight of the flaws. I mean, if you look at other teams. You don't see you don't see Brock Purdy doing commercials. You don't see Christian McCaffrey. They might do local stuff, but like, what do? Or maybe it's because we're in the market. But what do you see on national television all the time? Kelsey Hurts and Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, well, I saw a stat today that said like in the last was it the last week or something? Travis Kelsey's ended up in like three hundred and seventy five commercial spots in uh, NFL. NFL commercial game or the games commercials during games and you know I'm I'm about over his how many how many times is TJ Hawkinson in a commercial how many times is you know insert uh, Jake Ferguson and how many times is Chigo Kwonku is in, in, in these commercials you don't see this would be yeah. perfect but he's not but because Kelsey's tied to Mahomes I mean yeah yeah I you know yeah. I I, my my thing was before this week started is like the smartest thing we could do is like feed Pacheco 25 times a game and spell it with Clyde Edwards, become a running team, dink and dunk eight to 10 yards at pass. It's like the other thing too, is like, we don't throw how many, how many 20 yard plus routes or passes have we, done this year not a lot it can't be that many i think we're like i think we're like sixth to last in intended air yards you know that's the thing we'll we'll make the fc championship and they'll they'll 
they're like, oh, we can do this again. And we're going to get excited when they go out and sign Alan Lazard in the offseason. And we're going to bring in another mediocre receiver, Tyler Boyd. Devin uh, Duvernay just sounds like a Kansas City yeah. Chief. I, I'm telling you right now, dude, the Darnell Mooney assigned with Kansas City for $20 million signing is going to hit like crack. That's what it's going to be. We're going to be able yeah. to move Darnell Mooney. And, and then, then everybody's going to be like, oh, now he's got Pat Mahomes thrown on the vertical route. I'm like, Okay, can Pat like hit the vertical route at this point? Like, are we sure? Beans will buy him for a third rounder. Beans already has. Him. I already own him, baby. Him. Okay, well, it makes sense now. <laughs> I already, own, I already own him. I can't believe I gave Sam a second Here, for that guy. Here's a question, I, I, Beans. What's would up? Trade, would you trade Puka for Tyreek Hill? Oh man. Oh. I don't know. A twenty-two-year-old, soon to be like wide receiver one of a team oh, or just like Stafford, a dude what happens if he doesn't have matt stafford or a guy that's going to go for 2k probably for the next probably two seasons oh my god are, are we gonna now beans i wouldn't <sighs> try and sway you one way or the other but the last time you made a trade during a podcast it was uh justin <laughs> herbert and uh two first round picks for uh, Patrick Mahomes, so uh. that is very true. I yeah, that is actually very true. To be fair, I was a young dynasty person. I'd never done dynasty before. I didn't realize how important the startup drafts were. I have realized that now. I have learned from my sins. <laughs> I'm dabbling in the idea of trading Tyreek in the off season, and yeah. I, I'm definitely putting out James Cook. Okay. I don't know if you know this about me or not, Travis, but uh, my team is always for sale. Like I'm not ever going to like keep guys. Like I I'm all like, I've already traded Justin Herbert like three times this year or Dak Prescott, like three times this year already. <laughs> but like, every I'm always, time, every time I get into a trade negotiation with you, you're really good at getting the other trade partners super excited because you view the trade you sit on it, you leave, and it sits for two hours. You're like, you got a shot. And then you get this rejection of, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you could have added this. That's, yeah, gonna, that, that like, is. Every negotiation ends up, I feel like I've been kicked in the, in the nuts. And I, it's yeah, hard to walk away. I you have to get, and again, it's not like Jimmy where it's like days and you like, you know, forget about it. It's like hours and you're fantasizing like, okay. <laughs> this trade to go through then like now i have something to go for this trade and like this would be great for my team and like i can do this and this and this thinking about like all these different things and then beans just rejects it and it's because you didn't add in like a third round pick that you don't have I, like i said I, i'm not a content i'm never content everybody has a trade persona in the league it's it's kind of funny it's like I feel like J Rob makes you tr tries to make you feel like the stupid, most stupid dynasty player on earth <laughs> after <laughs> trades been rejected. It's like we get it, dude. You were in the industry. Whoop de doo, blah blah blah. Uh, you know, I, I, it's yeah, but just like I think I sent Gavin one one time and he rejected it, and I saw him typing, and I just put no need for explanation. I get it. <laughs> And I just laughed, and I'm like, I don't need it, dude. Don't type the book. You got you to gotta send them the one uh, meme where it's like, not going to read that, but happy for you. We're sorry that happened. So here's a way to counter that, all right? So you know how he sends you back a book? 
What you should do is before you send him a trade offer, type out why this is going to help his team. Like give, give, put the thought into his head before he can reject it himself that, that's not and how type Gavin it out. No, you know, that's not how Gavin operates. You just try it. it. Just try it next time. Just try it. See if it works. I'm going to go to Google and copy and paste like three pages of an actual book <laughs> and go back and copy and paste it in the chat to him. And then send it the next time he does it, which I haven't. <laughs> like I told him, he told me, he sent me that offer Amari for DK. And I said, oh man, I like, I need a second with that. And he's like, well, I'll give you a third. And I'm like, ah, it's got to be a second or I, I'm not even going to think about it. So I don't know. I got some pieces I want to move. I, it's like, I can't, it always is. I fantasize about what I can get with for Justin Jefferson one day. If I actually, somebody was actually serious about acquiring Justin Jefferson, you know, what's he worth? A lot. Cause I mean, Everything like in the world, it's like, what, what is it? Like, you know, you got, like, you, you started with like the one Oh one. Right. And let's assume that Marvin Harrison jr. You know, declares, right. <coughs> like what's, what's the like high end for Marvin Harrison jr. Justin Jefferson. So like, yeah, you, know, you 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 would need more than the one one. You would need more than the best wide receiver prospects since you know Jamar Chase and Julio Jones and whoever. And I'll I'll give J Rob J Rob two and a half weeks ago sent me Romeo Dobbs, Drew's twenty twenty four first, my twenty twenty four first, Lips's twenty twenty five first, and a twenty twenty six second for Jefferson. I'm like. I think my offer I sent, like, he had an offer sitting. I proposed back two months ago, and I wanted Dalton Kincaid, my first, Drew's first, J-Rob's first, and Land's 2025 first for Justin. And he gave me the laugh my ass off, plug that into any trade calculator, and send me the results. There, There's that, you know, it's like... <laughs> Right on, right on cue. <laughs> then he turns around and sends me, wants to send me Taysom Hill for Josh Jacobs and Jordan Mason. It's like, <laughs> I said, oh. I, I said, just hit delete instead of sending bullshit counters. <laughs> so, good times. Yes, I, you know, honestly. I feel like there is a healthy amount of animosity in the league from just random bullshit with that. But I feel like I feel like everyone's mostly friends there for the most part. Everybody needs to know that 95% of the time, I'm usually trying to just stir the pot. Yeah, and I definitely forget that sometimes. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun when you stir the pot. It really and can be. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's that alter ego. Sam, you I, do a great job at being the, the middle commissioner that, uh, you know, picks on, picks on I, me from time to time. Oh, I have to beans. I need a punching bag. You know, you're easy to pick on because you love the Ford players on IR. So <laughs> we need to have an in league annual meeting or something. Ooh. Yeah. The, dra the draft. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with the draft is it's always kind of like 
it's not during like the summer. The summer is a better time for it because yeah, you know, kids don't have sports. I mean, they do, but you know, yeah, we know you it's mean, easier. Yeah. There's less stuff going on in the summer. Yeah, no, we can definitely do that. We can have that be the. I still need to draft up our league charter. I'm planning on doing that once my computer gets fixed. I might just do it at the library, honestly. So, but that shouldn't take too long. It'll be fun. We can sign it in blood, all that good crap. Do a Zoom. We can have the Flyover State Sports Show stamp on it, signed, sealed, delivered. 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 <laughs> all right, beans. We're running low on topics. We're running, and it is, I'm an hour ahead of y'all. So it is getting closer and closer to my bedtime. Do you have a thought-provoking moment for us before we sign out? Oh, let's look. Um, actually, I need Travis's take on this. Oh, brother. Is, is a sandwich bigger cut diagonally than it is down the middle? Dude, shut the fuck up. I need to ask everybody that comes on. I need to ask everybody. I feel like when it's diagonally cut, to me it feels like a smaller sandwich. What? Because I, I feel can like- see that. It really does, it's because if what I look at it this way is when I eat, when I cut it down the middle, I feel like I've got more to eat because you you see the crust and yeah. there's all that the the middle there's more middle. Whereas diagonal, it's like when I take a bite, I got one bite, and then I got to start eating crust. Hmm, interesting. I don't I don't cut them like I think you cut the only thing you cut diagonals maybe. Grilled cheese. That is true. A grilled cheese cut diagonally is just, it hits different. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's just how I've it is. Cut grilled cheese down the middle too, though. So Really? No. Always diagonal. So this is, this, this, this provokes a lot of people. I like mayo on my yes. hot dogs and Polish dogs. Oh. oh. And oh, cheese. Okay. Ooh. Huh. I've never had that on a hot dog. Okay, you listen. Like Holman's mayo. mayo and dill pickle relish. Hmm. Really? Forget about it. Hey, man, I will I mean, I guess... Uh, I, I guess that, yeah, that's not, that's not nothing like uh, crazy. I just would have never thought like a... Uh, like, I've seen some crazy ones. Like, uh, somebody puts uh, milk in their checks in their checks mix... I was like, it seems a little weird, but no, no, I get the, the mayo. Like I might try that. That might be pretty good. Yeah. But the diagonal thing, I don't cut it. I cut it down the middle. What about a burger? Do you ever cut a burger down the middle or do you just like eat a whole? I'm not a communist. <laughs> okay. The only time you cut a burger down the middle is if it's like, is if it's too big to eat. Cause that's easier to get into. Question. Yeah. Where's- where, where, where's the best burger you've ever ate? Ooh. I'm a cheeseburger connoisseur, so th- I'm taking this seriously. I've had a lot of good hamburgers in my lifetime. Um, okay, this is going to sound crazy to me, but when I was in school in Nebraska, there was a, it, it, there was like a, like a, like a grill inside the school. I can, I think it was called like the doghouse or something like that. Um, they made a peanut butter protein burger and it had bacon on it. It had, you know, peanut butter. Oh my gosh. That thing was delicious. 
you only had so much money to spend at this place because that's how much you get at the beginning of a semester. I burned it all on that burger. It was <laughs> so good. It was, I think we had like 250 bucks that you could spend at this place. I burned $250 just getting the burger. No sides, no nothing, just the burger. Oh, it was so good. I loved it. For me, I've always really liked uh, Kites' burger. Um, in general. Oh, the mac, and, the mac and cheese one? No, honestly, oh. like, whenever I eat a burger, like, yeah, you can, like, put, like, onion rings and, like, pulled pork and all this crap on it and, like... Yeah, it'll taste good. But, like, if we're just talking, like, strictly a cheeseburger, like, it's so weird. But, like, Cream Cup is, like, probably my favorite one as, like, not great as that burger probably is. But to me, it's just, like, every time we go to Cream Cup, I get a double cheeseburger with lettuce, ketchup, and mayo, and it tastes delicious. What's What's your favorite burger? Well, we do this once a year for travel softball, but I'm an in and out guy. Oh, like, really? Oh. Never had in and out. Oh, my God. Anima, like, a- animal style burger, animal style fries, baby. Yes. And so, like, I'll take the spread and I'll just, like, every bite, I'm just pouring the spread on the burger while I eat it. It's, I, it's unbelievable. Best burger. I actually have one more entry. And this is a nostalgia one. Onega baseball stand. Oh, those, back in dude, the, the nights. Oh, my gosh. Those are back so in good. The day, those, those, whoever cooked those burgers could cook a mean burger at the Onega baseball stadium. So speaking of food, and, and I'll, we can end on this, but I know I brought it up before, but Gavin's WMS school lunchroom record. <laughs> God, I am so upset I never saw this in person. I am so upset. 22 chicken drumsticks in a 24-minute setting. Oh, my gosh. Has it ever been broken? Has it came close? No. That, every year that I get so typed up and they don't come close. My That's gosh. So like, what a minute, basically? I can't even eat wings that fast, honestly. Like, That's fiendish. Do you guys have his? Do you guys have his picture in the trophy case? I feel like you need to put his picture in the trophy case. Well, I've I've tried to get it up on the track and field record boards above <laughs> the trophy case, but it's uh, I've not been successful. Uh, you know, I I remember that day. I think Gavin was in class that afternoon. Like it was during, might have been during cross country season. Like he he was he was in bad shape, and like the birthday. Yeah, I would hope so. The birthday dinner is epic. Like it's what oh. you wait for every month. Institution. Did he eat anything else other than those chicken? That chicken. I just remember he's his tray just had all these disgusting <laughs> chicken bones, bones just piled up. It was like like the battle of the, the three hundred <laughs> movies. Like all the the carcass and the oh, it was terrible, it was disgusting. It's horrifying. <laughs> I just I think there was a substitute that day. She walked by and she's like, What is that boy doing? And I'm like, I don't know, man. He's, <laughs> she, he's special. She never came back after <laughs> that. <laughs> the thing is, like, I feel like you have to get to know Gavin to understand that. Like, just to understand why. 
way that will live in infamy. I feel like I feel like the twenty three other people that gave him a drumstick deserve a shout out too. Like they get, they sacrificed their lunch for that. They're like, you know, if there's a plaque, their name should be under it, and it should be like the head the coach John, is Gavin, and then like the John Stockton Award. You know, yeah, like, here's the assist for the day. It doesn't, it doesn't happen without the whole team. I just remember kids were just like, it was like, uh, it's like the Hunger Games. They were all offering up a tribute to to Gavin. Like, <laughs> kids went hungry that day because <laughs> they gave Gavin the drumstick. Oh, uh, man, that's funny. I wonder, you know, maybe maybe we should have a league punishment and that should be the... Uh, Oh, 24 drumsticks. You have to eat 24 drumsticks. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Because you can order that food. You can order that food from like a website. And so I would want to order that food. No, no, (laughs) I don't know, dude. That lasagna, I'd eat that lasagna again. I'd eat that lasagna again too. (laughs) (laughs) They actually yeah, that they're gotten their salad bars legit. Yeah. So hey, there you go. Well, I'll tell you what, does anyone have a last word or are we ready to sign off, ladies and germs? Travis, it was great having you on. Guys, I enjoyed this. You guys are good dudes and um, keep doing your thing. Hey, you're a good dude too, Mr. Hardenberger, and we'll we'll love to have you on at any point. Tell you what, you win, we're going to have to have you on during the offseason because Beans doesn't watch basketball and neither does Gavin, so we need stuff to talk about. Hey, I want just bring my belt to one of the games you officiate. And I'll just absolutely, you know. dude. That's gonna be fun. Like, I'll just hand that off to the coach. Hopefully, the other, I'll just have to explain to the other coach why I'm doing this. I'm gonna yeah, drape, no it over, drape it over the back of my bench seat. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be funny. Well, again, we want to thank Travis for coming on to the show again today. He was a phenomenal guest. Everyone, give him a round of applause. Thank you again for coming on, and thank you, dear listeners, for listening to us ramble on for another hour and a half. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider giving us a follow at our Twitter, at underscore underscore F3S. That's underscore underscore F3S. We also have a merch shop, which I was told I don't promote enough at my family family (laughs) Christmas today. So it's a bonfire link in the description of the Twitter account. If you enjoyed this episode again today, like I said, please feel free to share us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you tell a friend and they tell two friends, it's a pyramid scheme. Thanks again for everyone for listening. Hope you had a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Thanks again and God bless. Peace.